This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Babes Listen. You're joined by your hosts, Nat and Jess. Two fitness professionals from New Zealand authentically talking everything health and wellness. You're welcome. Hello, welcome back to another episode of your favourite podcast, Ever Babes Listen, run by who? Uh, Jess and Nat. Yes. Natalie. This is why I don't Natasha. Because I Natasha's do not, not have Natalie. good... Banter right from the get go. I need to have a little think about Neither it. Neither do I. I always. I like your time. Um, thanks. It's quite old. It's really wrinkled. No, I like yeah. it. I can't see any wrinkles. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, how's your week been? Oh, I'm straight into it. <laughs> oh, girl. Normally, yes. I ask you first. Can you come close to me too? Cause of course. I want you to be in the camera. Uh, my week. Oh, look. I'll be honest. I've had better weeks. I haven't been thriving. Okay. The way I normally like to thrive. Okay, so you would describe your week as surviving and not thriving? Yes, yeah, so what I've been saying to Shani, I'm like up and not crying. (laughs) Up and not crying, that's a good good way to describe it. How are you? I'm up and not crying, so. (laughs) It's a good way to describe surviving, really, which is like, I'm living, but I'm not living my best life. Yeah, so I thought I'd be honest on the podcast, because this is what the podcast is about, and that's why we started it, to talk about things that we actually feel and stuff. I can't say much about why I feel this way, but, I mean, that's how I feel. Yep. Up and not crying. <laughs> I, and you know what? I think it's helpful also to not uh, expect that we should always be thriving, to kind of not have that pressure on ourselves as well. Yeah. But it's actually okay to have a week of up and not crying or a week of surviving. What about if it's over a week? Is that all right? I don't know the details on the timeline. <laughs> Please. Um, maybe um, see about... how you feel next week and let us know. <laughs> no, life is life is all right. It's all right. It's just not thriving. What about you? How are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. Um, I picked up Nat to come into the podcast and said Thank that you. I feel a little bit kind of wiped, brain mm. dead. Statistics is a lot for my brain. And yeah. um, so that's kind of where I'm at. One really. more week? One more week, one more week, like a week and a half sort of thing. And um, so that's very exciting, but it's uh, it's a lot. A, ho- a whole semester into five weeks yeah. means that it's just like back to back to back um, kind of new information. Uh, yeah, statistics is You're not so really my jam. Close. Yeah, no, so I understand. Close. You're so close, though. Like I, Like when I say I am so impressed and I'm so proud, I mean it. Thank you very yeah. much. My greatest fear was pulling out of this paper. You're not going to do that at this point. No, 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 no I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But that was my greatest fear. And yeah. um, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast or not, but uh, my greatest fear used to be not getting at least an A. And um, so that was kind of the perfectionist stuff which I've worked on. And uh, the difference now is that my greatest fear is that I don't complete a paper. So there's been a massive shift for me. Mm. Um, so I don't know whether I've that's, said that before or not. That's huge progress in itself. Yeah, I, it, honestly, 
it is, if you're a perfectionist, you appreciate how massive this is. Mm. Uh, if you're a normal person, you go, huh? But it is it is absolutely massive, and uh, I do have to give an awful lot of credit to uh, seeing Amy, my psychologist, who's going to join us next week, um, because the, the stuff that we've been working on in my sessions has been... Uh, instrumental in helping me make this change. So I rate it. Therapy. Shout out, Amy. Love therapy. Same. Uh, And so what else has been happening in your week other than standing up without tears? (laughs) That pretty much sums it up. Uh, Well, just work and... um, Well, I don't see you at Les Mills anymore because I'm not currently teaching. Yeah. So, I like, what's what's kind of the latest from Les Mills? Like, what am I missing? Any Are you kind coming of... to the Christmas party? Uh, this is not the time to ask you. <laughs> um, at this stage, It's yes. a maybe? <gasps> it's a yes! Maybe. Great! I don't know. Yes, definitely. I'll okay. take that as okay. a definitely. I'll let you know how the Christmas party we'll is together. next week. Yeah. Yes, please, can we go together? Um, yeah, so, because um, Les Mills, you know, in terms of sort of like a place to work. They throw a great party. Is that where you're going? They do throw a great party, <laughs> but also you get the best work stories. True, yeah, yeah, From yeah. Les Mills. True. So what's, any kind of funny well, work stories? Well, I can't stories? really share stuff okay. on here. No, like, like I, to be fair, I don't have anything because I'm not there as much anymore. True. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I can't share stuff on here. <laughs> Jess, you know this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, a bit I of a setup. <laughs> I hear stories though, like they're always fascinating because in the staff room, everyone's talking and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, gyms in general just attract very interesting people. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's why that's why you say the gym always has interesting stories, right? Well, and especially from working in management at a gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, gosh, you get a real insight into um, people's behaviour because the gym is kind of like. A second living space. So you've got your home space, which is very, very private. And then probably, you know, kind of close to that is a gym. Your workspace is where you're professional, but a gym is where you're, it's sort of like an extended, kind of like got, yeah, 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 an extended sort of personal space. Oh, I do space. have a story. Okay. So um, I think I've told you though. Um, last week, I think it was, I had a, like your typical kind of conversation that you think that you hear on mo- like a comedy show. Yes, you have told me this. Yeah. I okay. love that I'll you're about to share it too. So so I was at the gym and this is somebody who is a member because I recognise them by face, but I wouldn't be able to tell you their name. Anyway, um, so this person is a lady and how does she start? Honestly, I feel like it was like yonks ago, but it was just last week. So she just said, oh, like we were looking at, because, you know, um, on workshop days or release days, there's always like um, collabs and stuff that we have, like sponsors. Yeah, yeah, sponsored like mm. goods and stuff. So she was telling me what was good. She was like, oh, yeah, have this drink. It's really good, blah, blah. And then she was like, um, I don't really see you much around anymore, which is fair enough because I used to be there all the time and now I'm there like um, maybe 10% of that. And but I don't like to say the whole story, especially people I don't know, because just because one is like boring, you know, like oh I started a new job, blah, blah. so I always say oh yeah, um, I'm just down the road at the moment, like I mm. just yeah yeah yeah, mm. I make it sound like I'm still very much involved and you know mm. nothing to really ask about because mm. it's, it's boring. 
Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just down the road. And then she was like, oh, what's, your, what's your husband's name? So I reminded her the name, EC. And she was like, I don't really see him much at all either. And I was like, well, that's a you problem, though. <laughs> I say that. But... Sounds like you're not here that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, well, he's, he's definitely here all the time. You must just not come in at the same time. And then, um, and then she told me the, her, her schedule, <laughs> as you do. And then she was like, so no joke, okay? She's like, um, how does she word it? Any, any babies on the way? And then looks down in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Inappropriate on so many levels. So I was like, I, I just, well, you know when you have the best comebacks later on? which I think is what we're going to talk about today. Mm. I just, all I said was no. And then with a smile, like I wasn't rude. And then I turned away. And then as I looked away to pretend like I'm grabbing more of the drinks on this uh, on this other side, she's like, well, you know, the clock is ticking. So. <gasps> <laughs> the clock, you know, like. Do you know, her- Nat's told me that before and I'm still as shocked hearing <laughs> she's it. She's like giving herself like excuse to ask, like, well, Ugh. you know, the clock is ticking. So then I, I just like, I walked off. I was like, oh, mate, like this is so, first of all, like I think I shared it on the podcast that I'm not I'm not feeling like I'm thriving in terms of body image or maybe I didn't maybe it was just to you. You know what? <laughs> uh, it is honestly it is hard to remember. Like when I was telling the story just before about the you know kind of fear of not finishing the paper, I was like, did I say this over coffee or did I say it? The yeah, yeah, like yeah. it is quite hard to keep track. You mentioned I do remember this. You mentioned that you're not feeling so good about your body with regards to body image. Very shortly or very quickly at the, the end of a podcast, oh, a few podcasts okay, ago, yeah, yeah. but like very, very briefly. So, and I didn't ask too much because I was like, maybe she doesn't want me to ask. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so first of all, I'm not feeling like my body image at the moment isn't great. So, the, even the fact that she looked at my stomach, mm. like I was like, look, first of all, I don't. Like, I don't feel like that affected the way I see myself that much because I already didn't feel great anyway. You know, like, I don't feel like... She didn't help, but she didn't make it that much worse. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, But still, like, I was like, the like, you could have just asked and not looked down. Mm. Surely. Mm. Like, come on, lady. Like, Mm. you're one one of me, you know? So then as I walked away, I was Mm. like, I wish... Quick question, though. You're one of me. Well, yeah, you're... Do you mind me um, asking, was she a similar age? No, 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 no. Older? (laughs) Yeah, like 60 plus. I I hope she doesn't listen to this in case she's... I think they've been conditioned very differently to talk about bodies. Yeah, so that I understand too. And I feel like I've educated my mum a lot Mm. on this as well. Um, not that my mum, I think, would ever say that to someone, but she would say little. She would say things about just body image and and not really like realize the impact mm. on others around her. Um, but yeah, no, like, and as, as I walked away, I was like, damn it, I should have said, this is this is brutal. But like, I, I just came back with all these comebacks in my head of like, well, what about your menopause? How far away is that? Huh? Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about hormones, mm-hmm. you know, like my clock is ticking. How about yours? Except that yours is not a choice. You get menopause regardless. Mine is. What if I didn't want children? What if I had a miscarriage yesterday, which I didn't? But you know, like, ugh. I mean, it's just wrong on so many levels. It's yeah. probably one of the most intrusive things that you could ask. A female, but also like in in what she was able to do in such a short space of time. So maybe a little a little bit of credit, you know, for that. But is to first of all, um, sort of, um, you know, kind of 
a very personal question, mm. but it's sort of an insult. I don't know if she was kind of um, suggesting when she was looking at your stomach that, you know, that's I where the pregnant? baby... Yeah, you look or pregnant like, or that's oh, where the baby should be right now. How or, many weeks are you? <laughs> you know, like, so so there's that, but then there's also kind of the clock is ticking as in, you know, she's, Which is she's like age-shamed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is always on my mind already. Like, we've talked about it on the podcast that I'm like, that there's this huge pressure on females, especially um, when you're reaching 30, that your clock is ticking and but that also, you need to have babies. Well, and, and you don't, as a female, no, I know, need but to like, have babies. Still, so why assume? Always, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You should never assume, because what if I didn't want them? Exactly. And, and don't her. reduce women to that. just... Yeah. Um, being able to bear children. That's yeah. so insulting. We can do so many things. Having children is one of them, and it's great if that's what you're into. Yeah. And if you're not, great. you got more time to do cool stuff. Yeah, so it just made me really angry. Uh, well, that, that makes me angry hearing so, it. I, I understand that. So on that note... Yes. So what we thought we would do, because I have heard this story earlier, as mm-hmm. I said, um, it inspired this conversation around, uh, you know, like those questions or those comments that you get that, like, at the time, you're so in shock you don't have a comeback. And then you can't stop thinking about it for the 24 hours afterwards because you think of all the things that you would say in response. So what... What we thought we might do today is chat some more about, first of all, what's up with these people who ask these rude questions or make really inappropriate comments and then move to, I guess, some kind of ideas around how to respond to them. Comebacks. Good comebacks. Comebacks. Okay, so there are three reasons why people ask intrusive questions. The first reason is that um, they are healthy and appropriate. So this is the positive one. So a healthy and appropriate reason for asking such personal questions would include uh, when someone genuinely cares about you, so that would be more questions from like a friend and yeah, stuff. Yeah, someone not that knows some me. Some random member at Les Mills. <laughs> that doesn't know my um, name. <laughs> someone who wants to connect. Yeah. And I would say I'm, I'm guilty of asking too personal a question. <laughs> no, but you, no, but you would be but I want much to connect. more mindful. Yeah, I can, usually I can read, read the room. But um, also you would never say that. Well, I would never say that. You I would wouldn't never say, say that like that if no. you wanted to know. You know well, you wouldn't even ask no, anyway. No, no, no. Well, I wouldn't. But And then someone who wants to help. So... Um, these are the more enjoyable conversations where you feel seen and heard. So someone's asking personal questions because yeah. uh, they care about you, they want to connect, and they want to help. They're not just at like the the table and picking a drink, and then all of a sudden, doop. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about your pregnancy. And imagine, like, what was she expecting? Yeah, actually, I'm six weeks pregnant. I've told no one, but I'll tell you. What was your name again? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unlikely. Um, okay, second, uh, these questions are un- unintended but uncomfortable. So they're not intentionally meant to be... Um, so they mean, they mean th- well? They mean well. Okay. Yeah, thank you for paraphrasing <laughs> that. Uh, this is where your conversation partner makes you want to end the conversation and call an Uber. It might be because they are nosy. Yes. Oh, they there's are. a lot of nosy people out there. Rebellious. So they know that it's wrong or uncomfortable, for example, to ask you whether you're pregnant or not. Um, but they do it anyway for the shock value and to rebel against social norms. Okay. I don't feel like I would have 
I don't think she was like that. I think she was just your next line, clueless. Clueless. Yeah, clueless. I think she's just like, oh, yeah, you look like you're about right to have kids by now. So you look like your childbearing oh, age. God. <laughs> so what Better are they coming? Move on. Your is sticking, babes. Uh, <laughs> so clueless, they're truly unaware. It is, it is inappropriate to ask whether someone is having a baby or not uh, or behave in that way. And lastly, they're opinionated. And I think this happens a lot is that with regards to comments is that people's intentions are good, but it lands badly when they have a very strong opinion about something and they're not kind of mindful of the fact that there can be other opinions about that particular topic and that their worldview uh, you know, you is can just that. Share to relate to that. Oh, you know, when there's, um, uh, when someone is, uh, Nico was kind of chatting about this yeah, before we started before. the podcast, which is sort of this, um, you know, soft racism. You said that that's something you've experienced. Yeah, yeah. Can they I hear have. you, Nico? Yes, they can. Yes. Yeah. So that's sort of, um, you know, when someone's being a, a quite quite direct, but a little bit kind of, um, not a little bit, but they're, they're offensive. Maybe they've only ever grown up in New Zealand. They've only ever heard a New Zealand accent because you mentioned that the thing that you get sometimes, which you find, you know, kind of just a little bit sort of like icky. Yeah, it, more, more even, it's a little more than a pet peeve, I think, but it's just like, oh, where does that accent come from? And like, that's fine if you're mm. genuinely asking. Mm. Yeah. Like, because I get that a lot and that's fine. Mm. But sometimes you can just tell uh, they they're not understanding you because they just don't want to understand mm. you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like yeah. oh, why can't you speak in a way that I can understand? Yeah. yeah. Why can't you speak with a New Zealand <coughs> accent, which is one of the hardest English accents to <laughs> understand? Is it, it not? Is. Is that what you mean though? With it, like they're not even trying to make an effort. Like they're just like what, mm. what? And you're like, yeah, Mate, I'm not like. Like, not not everybody, but no, it, it of course happens, not everybody. Yeah. But I definitely got that when I first came oh, to yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, so I can definitely relate to that. Where you know that they could make it out, you know, with with the words that you've mm. you've, <clears throat> and your English is a lot better than what mine was when I first came as well. But oh, I just you. remember my wording was wrong, like the way, like I would say she don't or instead of she doesn't and things like that. But like. If you if you're trying to understand, you would get it, mm. you know. But they're just like, what? Yeah, that yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah. I wonder if that actually would kind of fit into more of the third category because the, if the second category is sort of like, <coughs> um, you know, uh, not intentionally trying to be mean, the third category is actually uh, potentially or actually pathological. So someone who is trying to be nasty. Um, So some reasons why uh, someone would ask really intrusive questions. Revenge at some point, they've been made to feel angry or anxious and want to make others feel just as bad. Mm. So they're picking up that actually uh, you're getting frustrated by something or you're feeling uncomfortable and they'll keep going for it because that's that's kind of the result that they want. That's nasty. Um, Projecting insecurity. Trying to think of examples of that. I think for that one, it would be like, um, <clears throat> like they, like I can so get that, but it's hard to to explain mm. because when you, so for example, when you've come to a different country that's your second language, 
their insecurity is that that would that would just make them so uncomfortable. Mm. They would never do that yeah. because they're so in their comfort zone and yeah. so in their like cocoon and they've just grown up in New Zealand and they've never left New Zealand, which is fine. But, you know, yeah. to them that's like, oh, my God, I would never like to be in this situation. So they just almost make fun of that because that's projecting their insecurity. You know yep. what I mean? Yep, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And I like how you've kind of tied the examples together. It's like we planned this. <laughs> the three oh, of us sat down, had a big had a big meeting, podcast planning. <laughs> um, next up is jealousy. So um, someone who ma- makes you know like nasty comments and things yeah. like that because they're jealous. <clears throat> uh, and then lastly, that um, they're asserting power or control and want to feel superior. Now, what did I say when you told me this um, story? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we chatted about was what I just asked you before, which is, was this person a similar age to you? And you said no, she was older. I believe that there is definitely uh, an age factor where people who are older feel like they're entitled to ask about younger people's lives in a way that isn't fear in the opposite. So that example where um, she believed that it was okay for her to ask you when you were having babies, if you had asked her, you know, where she at with menopause, that wouldn't have been okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, and then also this kind of, you know, this sort of thing of like, um, uh, and maybe you've been through this recently where it's sort of like, uh, you know, and what are you going to do for work? And do yeah, you have a partner? Yeah. And are you engaged? And, and like, are you married? Just because you're and, older, yeah. what about you? Yeah, so like... Do you have a house? Thought, are you paying I, a mortgage? Yeah, yeah. You know. the first thing I thought of, the very first thing, like when I said no and I moved away, the very first thing I was like, I should have just said, what about you? Mm. Like, are you done having kids? <laughs> 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 what about you? And looked down at her stomach. What yeah. about you? What's going on in there? Yeah. Is it all... A little um, accident yeah. of a child because yeah. you never thought you'd get pregnant again at this age. <laughs> no, this is getting nasty. So many good comebacks <laughs> that come to you after. But what the about fact. you? Can you share anything like any moments where you've had intrusive um, questions, uh, whether healthy and appropriate or uh, uncomfortable but unintended, or just pathological? Yes, I can. Um, I so feel like you have quite a lot. From I I have some I have some really good ones. I would job. say that I'm generally, um, you know, sort of uh, I'm I'm okay talking about sort of any topic really, and I'm quite open in a one on one situation. Hence, the reason why I go quite deep is that you end up talking about and more, more personal things. Um, the so you haven't listened to the episode last week with Greg. Yeah. Um, do, because that's a reference to it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> speaking of Greg, so I had probably never really um, struggled with this sort of stuff until he became one of the coaches with the All Blacks. And I remember him saying when he got the job, um, you know, just kind of prepare yourself, um, you know, because rugby's a really big sport in this country and, you know, all of that. And I was like, well, what's the big deal? You were with the Irish team you know, national team, now you're with the All Blacks, it's New Zealand team, what's the big deal? Same, same. Same, same. And uh, he'd been an All Black, like a player, so he was yeah. like, nah, it's different, it's different level of kind of like public scrutiny. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, wow, it is like next level. And yeah. um, I would say it. 
There were a lot of challenges with um, being the wife of an All Blacks coach. That was most definitely one of them, was the amount of incredibly intrusive questioning that I got when people knew that he was coaching with this team. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't even know how to talk about it because it was so overwhelming. Um, yeah. yeah. Especially in the gym um, environment, hey, just because there's all walks of life. Like, you know, when people go, like when you have – say your office job you might you might hang around the same six people every day but with the gym it's different people every single day because there's different members different staff members different yep. you know yeah uh, so yeah that was a relentless time especially when you were full-time at the gym yeah so I think I think what was really hard was that I took on the group fitness manager role so I was um, you know sort of in a position of leadership so it felt I guess to a lot of the people on my team group fitness team that there was access um, to me in that way, yeah, you know, and um, so you've got the staff room where um, obviously um, staff members um, feel like they can kind of ask you about, um, you know, sort of rugby and all of that. Then uh, a lot of the, mem- not a lot, some of the membership knew what my husband did, not because I'd necessarily offered that before I taught or anything like that. It's not really my thing. No, you never shared it. It's just it's just not my thing because I, I you know, that, that gym space, I think this is what was so hard about it, was that um, so much of my career in fitness was creating an identity outside of being someone's wife and mother. Yeah, yeah. The gym space and Les Mills was mine. Mm. And they were my achievements and it was my effort and it, it had nothing to do with, you know, how successful my husband was. Yeah. What was so hard, I think, was that being asked so much about... Um, you know, Greg and the All Blacks and all of that, it felt like it It kind of, everything that I worked so hard for was overlooked for that. Yeah, yeah. Even though people were well-intended around it, sometimes they weren't. I had a really challenging situation, um, you know, where uh, I guess there was a lot of media around um, when the All Blacks weren't winning. And so a lot of people were talking about it. And uh, I had, um, you know, sort of uh, walked up to teach a class and had a few minutes before it started and was just kind of going around chatting to people in the room. And uh, someone said to me, um, must be stressful in your house. And I said, what? And I knew what, I actually knew what they were kind of referring to because it had been, cause it was in the media like yeah, all yeah. the time. And um, I said, what? And she said, well, isn't your husband one of the All Blacks coaches? And I said, it's always stressful when you're an All Blacks coach. And her friend said, especially when they're losing. And this is literally minutes bitch. before I had to teach this class. Yeah. And <coughs> that feeling of, especially for someone with social anxiety, that feeling of of kind of intrusion yeah. before I then have to get up and kind of lead. And it was body balance too, so I couldn't even kind of like get balance, aggro at any yeah, point. Yeah, and body balance is one of those programs where you really, or you just yeah. open yourself, right? Yeah. You open your heart. Expose, you know, yeah. Your, your, yeah. Your, your yourself, you know, to this room. And it was, and, it was, so, and I felt like walking out. Yeah, fair, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. It's like, I am doing this for you, yeah. and you are being a bitch. But also, you know, like, why are you asking me about my husband's job when I'm about to do mine? Yeah. 
Like my husband's job's got nothing to do with what we're about to do here, yeah. and it's not none of your um, business. But do you? So do you think what they were doing? So by, based on those three points, mm-hmm. I think that was nastiness. It wasn't like um, unintentional, uncomfortable. I think you know what I mean. Like well, maybe they they didn't go into it, I'm going to be mean, but yeah. they would have got. I feel like they would have gone into that because I remember when you told me. Yeah, that was true. So mad. Like they were probably bitter that the All Blacks were yeah. losing and wanted to take it out on someone. Yeah, wanted to take it out on you, but yeah. also they wanted to see your reaction. Yeah. Like they wanted to yeah. see like, oh, like I wonder what it's really like. So let's see what she comes back with. So imagine mm. if you got an angry and be like, how how dare you say this to me? Mm. Then I'll be like, oh, yeah, it isn't going well at mm. home. But you just kept cool, calm and mm. collected did your job and then got out of there and then never went to class too early from then on. If you want to know why I don't go to classes early, then, um, then that's why. It's because of people, like like those people that ruin it for everybody else, for you especially. It was, a, you know, it was a really tough time because, yeah. like you said, I was I was in the gym a lot because I was um, a manager and we were going through kind of COVID stuff at the time. So yes, I was already public true. enemy number one because I was asking people to put masks on. And to like separate from each other, yeah. um, you know, my my husband was away, um, you know, for an extended period of time because of COVID, and then he got COVID right at the end, um, and um, it just, you know, the the kind of social anxiety stuff was quite extreme because I just felt like I was under a microscope a lot, and then yeah. I was getting a lot of, you know, kind of um, not particularly. Um, po- positive interactions, or just very, very intrusive and very direct questioning around, you know, um, how does Greg feel about the loss? And it was just like, I listen, I'm not going to share with you how no. he's feeling about that. I don't know you Especially that well. Especially when you're asking for gossiping purposes. Well, the intention is not because you care about. You know, especially when they haven't even met Greg, I'm kind of like, why are you asking about my husband? Yeah, yeah. And then (laughs) I remember at the time we would talk about it and you'd be like, imagine if I was like to them, what about your husband? What does he do, hey? Let's discuss how he's going. How much money did he bring in this week? Is he on commission? How's he going, hey? Yeah. (laughs) Like, if if you can ask me, I can ask you too. Well, the thing is, I guess, you know, sort of um, there are these um, great things with being with the All Blacks and there are some challenging things as well. And I think that one of them is that... um, um, you, you're in in the in the public, and so there's also this sort of entitlement. I think that um, a lot of New Zealand rugby fans feel towards um, having information or being able to comment about this team and things. The, the hard thing was that there's during that time to just when they were when they'd lost a few games, you know, they, I couldn't go anywhere. Mm. I remember going to a cafe to kind of just get away from everything and the next table were talking about, you know, kind of how the All Blacks were doing. And then so I had to kind of, I couldn't look at Facebook. I didn't watch the news. I didn't listen to the radio. I had to be very careful around, I guess my world got a lot smaller Mm. because I, I felt like I needed to be really careful of who I was around because they had to be people who... I trusted and cared about me because the last thing I wanted to be asked about was my husband's job. Yeah, yeah. And to people who say like those, you know, very, um, you know, to them they don't feel like it's a big deal. It's just like a little comment, like, oh, what's the mm. big deal? But they don't understand that this is like, this is your your home. Well, it's, it's my life. life. It's not entertainment. Yeah, it's not entertainment. Yeah. It's your livelihood. It's... It's not, to them, it's just entertainment. Mm. Literally, that's all it is. Whether Mm. we win, we lose, it's entertainment. Mm. It doesn't impact 
anything else in their life. Mm. Whereas to you, it impacts everything. Mm. And that's the thing that they just, I don't think they ever grasped. Mm. Maybe they will after this podcast. And you're not, <laughs> you're not trained in how to, you know, like I'm not like, you know, kind of given any sort of like education around, you know, when, when someone asks a really like intrusive yeah, yeah, question yeah. about your husband's job, you know, sort of this is what you can respond with. So trial and error and kind of um, having conversations with other people has sort of helped me in how to respond and navigate. And I think what I've been able to do, like one of the positives I think about that experience is that I no longer have a feeling that people are entitled to information about me. Yeah, that's what you learned from this experience. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, being a people pleaser, you know, the the thing with that is that I always want to make people happy. And so if someone's asking, then I don't want to kind of like establish a boundary because what if they think that, you know, I don't want to connect with them or I'm being rude. Well, I had to develop these very clear boundaries to be able to survive this period. Yeah. So, and what's good about that is I really um, am okay not sharing stuff or shutting stuff down yeah. when I need to. So, so that's the good thing that's come out of all that's that. That's the positive thing. Not the only thing, obviously. Now, if you would like to not have to trial and error this stuff well, anymore. This is, this, is how, this is where you get trained on how to, <laughs> with babes, listen, we train you this how to get good this comebacks. This why we are your favourite podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, by the way, <laughs> at babes, listen. We need to talk about, we got our, um, oh, yeah, yeah. our Spotify, what's it called? I should know. Uh, I don't we know. Not cool. <laughs> we oh need my, someone in marketing to help us ASAP. We got our Spotify. Spotify wrapped, I think. Yes. Nico, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was about to say unwrap. <laughs> no, but Merry it's Christmas. not that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so we got that back. And oh my God, how cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so cool to see. And this is just Spotify because we know that there's a lot of listeners that listen through. Actually, we should do a poll on that. Mm. Can we write that down? Uh, uh we know there's a lot of listeners that do listen through Apple Podcasts as well. And, you know, iPhones are, like, the the most used phones as opposed to Android, as far as I'm aware. So we should do a poll to see, like, where do you listen from? Do you listen on Spotify? Do you listen on Apple? Because um, this was just for Spotify. But, like, the stats are so cool and so interesting. And, you know, like, how many – what countries you all come from? Like, New Zealand being the top. I think the second was – Australia. Australia. Third was – UK. Fourth was – Canada. And then there was a fifth, was in there? Ireland. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, and I reckon that's probably like a lot of your people, and hopefully it's spread as well. Yeah, yeah, um, but so cool. And then like the um, how many people are listening to us in Canada? Shout out to you yeah, in Canada. Message us if you're in Canada. Like how cool. Um, and also like the most listened episode yes. was Nat has big Nat? news. <laughs> Nat has big news. She's when not I, pregnant. <laughs> it just shows how people just want some gossip. I love it. I mean, it's good. This is why. The title is everything. Maybe that's not because of the title. Maybe it was because of the reel that I made. But that's when I left PT and I changed to um, IT, mm. from PT to IT. Mm. But, yeah, so thank you. I Just just in the middle, real quick, I just want to say a big thank you for listening to us this year. And um, 
if you don't already follow us, follow us on Instagram. Well Moving done. On. Well done. Okay, so back to dealing with those annoying questions and comments. So here are five tips Ooh. for you. Write them down because they'll come in handy at some point. <laughs> okay, my notepad. Uh, pause before you answer. So start by trying to get mm. a sense of the other person's motives. Like, uh, is this intentionally annoying or do you think it's kind of innocent? Uh, not only will this buy you a few minutes of thinking time. Minutes? How long are you pausing <laughs> Count to 50,000. Um, but it also transfers the weight of responsibility back onto the questioner to explain why they felt the need to ask. This was advice that I got, actually, was that you can kind of go, huh? Yeah, just make a noise. Yeah. Yeah, like... Huh? Or just, uh... <laughs> yeah. huh? With that look. Uh... Yeah, I no, wish... No, they can't see it. Maybe I'll put on a wrap. I know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> um, if you're lucky, they may backtrack, as in they might realise that actually what they've... Oh, wrong um, move, wrong yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, wasn't, that didn't land so well. Um, but you'll be able to show them very gently, too, what it's like to be questioned which can open up the conversation to more of an oh, equal question kind of... Oh, question isn't like, why did you ask Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah, what's your motive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, so a, a question to ask back, which can be quite helpful. For example, if uh, if I said to you, uh, when, when, are you, when are you having the baby? Then you could say, that's an interesting question. Why do you ask? Oh, that's good. Because mm. that's polite. Mm-hmm. And that's an open-ended question. Yeah. So they can't just say yes or no. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. And that's then if and then if they come back question. with do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, type. okay. Uh, there we go. Um, uh, when's the baby? That's an interesting question. Why do you ask? Well, you or know, because you're tone. <laughs> well, you know, because you're childbearing age. You know, clock is ticking. <laughs> you're married. How's your menopause coming on? Yeah, it's good. Are the comeback. hot flashes, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I am a little bit rich. No, you're Perimenopause. Not. Perimenopause. Okay, I on like a sore point just then. Just so you know, that wasn't directed at you. It was directed at the lady last week. But when, but when, when you say, why do you ask? And then they come back with something like, well, you know, because you're that age where you should have kids. Then you could say, that's really interesting. Why do you think I'm at an age where I should have kids? How old do you think I am? Yeah. Why should I have children? Just yeah, keep the questions yeah. kind of coming. Um, okay, consider whether you are emotionally ready to answer. So it's normal to feel a sense of panic when um, a stranger, a mm. colleague, or even a fem- family member asks you to communicate something this is you great deem for, for private. Christmas. Christmas coming on, coming good, up. Yeah, good point. Good point. So you're at you're at the Christmas event for your family, and you get asked something that you do not want to share with like, said family how's member. How's boys going? Are you are you still single? Yeah. How <laughs> are you meant to respond? Oh, am That's I still single? Uh, well, that kind of awkwardness is sort of like... You know, or universal. You say, That's, That's an uni- interesting question. Why do you Why ask? Do you ask? <laughs> are you looking... To get together with me. <laughs> You're my cousin. That's weird. Yeah, I don't think that's legal in this country anymore. Um, so, Turn into a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's coming up later. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, so uh, you might actually have a physical reaction when someone asks you a really intrusive question. So it could be sweating palms, um, increased heart rate. You could have an emotional response, crying, a sense of dread. 
Uh, and that is nothing to be ashamed of. So when this happens, ask yourself, what am I feeling and where in my body am I feeling it? Your emotions are signals telling you to act, move or be still. Allow the emotions to guide you. They are your gut instinct. If you're feeling this, you don't need to answer that question. Mm. That I think that's really important. Yeah. It's sort of like, actually, how do you feel when you're asked that? Because you don't owe them an answer if it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Uh, thirdly, know that you have a right to say no. Just because someone asks like you a question. Hmm? I just said no when yeah. she asked me about babies. Is that what you said? Yeah, all I said was no and then turned around. Good, Nat. Well done. But that kind of answers the question, though. It's still a no. I think a no is good. Yeah. Okay, I, think, I think a no is good. Um, well, you're not obliged to respond. So, so a no or a no. Yeah, like I wasn't going to be like, oh, actually, we're actually thinking about it to do it around the, that time and then we're thinking about doing this and this before then. Yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting my anger right now. <laughs> That's okay. This is healthy. This is what this is all about. Um, so what you could try instead of offering an answer is be honest and divert the topic back to the other person. Uh, so here's an example that you could use. Um, I feel a bit uncomfortable talking about that, so I'd rather not get into it. How are things with you? That's really brave. I and love it. Do you know what? That's what you do well. Do I? Yeah, so when people were asking you about Greg's job, yeah. you would quite often say, not often, but you have, mm. I have as you say, that's not really something I want to talk about at the moment. But yep. anyway, like, how's, you know, like, and then turn it around. Yeah. You... What I do want to say about, you know, like this time that you went through when you were um, a group fitness manager and all of this was happening, you dealt with everything so well, but so professionally as well. Like every single person, like you didn't once get angry at someone or tell them to F right off. <laughs> I did for No, you. I didn't. <laughs> Sometimes I felt like I needed to just like protect, not that I ever said anything, but just be like, if anyone comes around, Jess, and you can see they're about to ask a question, like I'll honestly just tackle them. That was definitely <laughs> Nat's job at that time. I never had to tackle anyone, but I was ready to do it. But I think, you know, I think it's really um, helpful to have someone. I mean, we're very good friends. We also worked in the same place. So I always had Nat yeah, to go and cry to or, you know, all of that. So, I mean, I, I had a, an outlet for you know, my emotions, particularly when Greg was away. It wasn't like I could go home and, and you know, talk, yeah. cry to my kids. <laughs> oh, but I feel like they would they would be kind. I know, but there was, you know, I had to... Be as, strong for them. Yeah, and yeah, that, that was what was kind of tough about it. But yeah. but you're right, but it did take a while to get to that place. And then, yeah. I did, then I did get very good at saying, I'm not really comfortable talking about that, um, you know. But, like, how's everything with you? Very much yeah, diverting. Yeah, I just remember being like, damn, that's good. Yeah, and or, that's brave. Or just not answering the question yeah. and then just kind of pausing and then sort of, you know, asking, you know. The how best is when you say that and then they try again. <laughs> yeah, I've had that. And <laughs> they have to did. shut it down again because they're not like, getting the message. As I, as I said, I'm not comfortable discussing yeah. that. Um, but how are things with you? Yeah. <laughs> as for my last message. <laughs> That's, I mean, the thing is that, like, if someone's not picking up what you're putting down, then you don't need to worry about being sensitive to their feelings. Yeah, true, 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 true. Like, you can be real direct and say, as I said, not that comfortable <laughs> talking about it, because it's like, they're not sensitive people. 
They really need to be like hit Black between the eyes with, <laughs> with where this conversation is going. It's not going where you want it to go. Thank you very much. Um, where was I? I uh, deflect with humour. That's what we were talking about before and I can't remember the example. So that's what... Um, oh. Oh, the example before? Yeah, can't remember. remember. But what I was going to say is that's something that Essie does all the time. Humor? Yeah. Yeah. Humor, but like, we'll like turn it around as a joke, but be a little, not mean, but like say in this situation, had he been me, a female, and being asked that, he would have been like, oh, like he would have made a joke and be like, what about you and your hormones, eh? But like he would have made it funny and then, you know, so that it's not like really direct and rude. She would have had a good laugh, but she would have been like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't have asked that. Yeah. (laughs) It's such an art, though, I think, to be able to... Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's a hard one. You know, um, I know you've you've done it quite well, though, with... uh, And we can can definitely delete this if if you don't want it in the podcast. But say it and then I'll let you know. um, Your wedding... (laughs) And, you know, kind of like people asking about your wedding. Oh, leading up to it. Who meant at the wedding? No, 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 no. <laughs> leading up to the wedding and sort of because Nat knows a lot of people. And I think a lot of people probably assumed that they were coming to the wedding. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. so you <laughs> navigated that real well. Huh. Well, one example that you said to me is, uh, you know, you just can't, you said, what you can do is kind of up the ante. Like if someone's <laughs> like, you know, so, you know, um, when's, when when the, the invite's coming out, you oh, can yeah. be like, actually, I really want you to be bridesmaid. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, Oh, and I remember, I remember you saying at the time, I was like, that is actually brilliant. I actually can't remember who I said that to. Yeah. But that's. Good job, yeah, Nat. Well, and it's tough because, you know, like, the, Les Mills has a huge membership. You had a lot of clients, a lot of people who came to your classes. We worked with a huge amount of people. She already has a lot of friends. She's not, <laughs> they're not, like, super, super rich. You know, they can't no, have everyone exactly. there. No, exactly. That was the thing. Yeah, though, you, like... you're limited in terms of your budget. So you're limited in terms of guest list. And I yeah. think, and you know, I just, the way you navigated that was just brilliant. So you are I remember saying to you, like, I can't wait for the wedding to be over. Not because I want that. No, no, no. Like, I I was really looking forward to it. But just so that it's done and people just know they weren't invited. Yeah. There's no (laughs) Because it's awkward to be like, oh, look, I'm so sorry, but you didn't make the cut. (laughs) 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 Look, we've got a really tight budget and we're only... Like, I don't want someone's No, thanks. um, I wasn't expecting to come. Like, and then it's awkward for everyone. (laughs) Yes. Um, So another example of how you can deflect with humour is saying something. So, um, you know, when's the baby? Uh, The story behind that is so long and boring. Honestly, you'd regret asking me. Can we talk about something fun instead? I don't think that's really funny. (laughs) I'll be honest. That's not funny. (laughs) That's not a funny. We've got way funnier. I think that, um, you know, this is one of those moments where Google has not been nice. <laughs> Usually it is. Um, but Which I do I like that. Are. But I do like that. The story behind that is so long and boring. Honestly, you'd regret asking me. Sometimes- no, because then that opens into be like, no, no, I got time, Mavs. <laughs> Again, Google regret. It's like when you start Googling your symptoms and you're like, oh, I'm dying of cancer. <laughs> Don't say that to Shani. She'll be so annoyed. What do you mean? 
She hates it when people Google their... Because people will That's come to point. her... That's my point. That's my point is, is that you regret Googling your <laughs> yeah, symptoms because yeah, yeah, then yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I've got cancer. People will come... You know how people go to the doctors or whatever and be like, well, I did Google this and it told me that I have this, so I think I've got this, so you need to give me this medication. And they're like, babes, this is so not it. Sounds like you don't need me. <laughs> Just need your own pharmacy. Uh, number four, try to engage in a two-way conversation. Okay, just stick with me for this one. <laughs> if you... This is, is going to be a lame joke. <laughs> There's potential for it to be lame, yes. If you are open to sharing your response, like, for example, you do want to talk about babies, or for cultural reasons you feel like you must answer, mm-hmm. try reflecting on their projections. So, for example, okay. if they're projecting anger about something... Like, like, potentially that was what I got from this person yeah. saying, you know, especially when they lose, was maybe she's, a, not maybe, obviously she's a fan and she was annoyed that her team were losing and she wanted <laughs> to take that out on me right before I Does taught. Does she own the All Blacks? Um, not last time I checked. Money in, in not it. Not <laughs> last time I checked. Um, so ask ask yourself why might they be feeling angry? And actually, I have used this. So part of this kind of process was because I'm not a rugby fan. So for me, this was really wacky. <laughs> and um, and in Ireland, it's like number four sport, right? So like people people really? aren't four. What's the, four. What's the first? Oh, three? they have a whole lot of Irish um, games that come in before that. What are they? Oh, Gaelic. Hurling and then football, I think. Yep, and then rugby is like. I would have thought football was first. No, maybe, maybe something like yeah, wow. maybe. Wow, rugby is fourth. That's crazy. Something like that. Don't if you're listening in Ireland, maybe just send <laughs> um, send me the stats so yeah. I can yeah, I can yeah, kind yeah. of we'll quote share. that we'll correctly. Um, but it was part of this process was kind of going, why do people why are people so like entitled to. Um, why do they feel so invested in this team? Like they feel like it's it's directly affecting their lives. And then part of that was kind of going. Actually, people really, really do love the sport. Mm. And when it's going well, they're passionate supporters. And when when it's not going well, they're equally as passionate. So what might have been help, helpful in that moment was to kind of go. She's obviously annoyed that the team is not winning. That's not really my fault, but maybe she kind of feels like it is because I'm married to one of the coaches. <laughs> you know what? But also, wait, I've lost my track of thought. <laughs> was that the punchline? <laughs> no. No. What I was going to say is, no, also, I think a lot of people, it's like they want they want a story to tell. They're friends. Yes. <laughs> so they'll be like, I know, I know this week. And I asked her that, and she said, you know, like, they just mm. want a story to tell to people, mm. and you didn't give them the story. Well, that was that's a bit, another big one that I experienced, yeah. is people wanting to know, like, inside info. I'm like, mm, I don't know you that well. Yeah, yeah. And also, I don't really know anything. Like, and it's not what I, I talked to Greg you, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even if I could tell you, I, I wouldn't tell you. Like, if it's not in the media, most likely I can't tell you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and a lot of what is in the media is not true anyway. So yeah, true. I just I just um so what you could try in in responding when you're kind of picking up that there's sort of emotion behind it for them is that's an interesting question. What are your thoughts on this? 
or I'm not sure what I think about that. How do you feel about it? I just think that there's kind of this theme of sort of like what you're able to do is acknowledge their question without answering it mm. and then turning it back on them. It's very smart. Yeah. That's also good. smart for, you know, when people are really, really opinionated yes. on politics and things like that. Yes. And yes. you don't want to get into an argument yep. with them then I think I, I use that in those situations where I'm like, yeah. what do you think about it? Yeah, just turn it back on them because ultimately they want to talk about yeah. it. They've opened the conversation. They just they want, want you to, to agree with it. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'll, then I'll hear their, their opinion and then, then maybe give them my opinion from that. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, I haven't thought about it. Yeah, I don't want to get you? into this with no. you. You're clearly very, very biased. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so it's not really worth my energy. Uh, fifth and final um, tip on how to deal with uh, those questions and comments, uh, prioritise your emotional safety. Nice. <gasps> this means looking after yourself. So what you could do is attempt to ignore the question perhaps choosing to walk away or put headphones in. Um, guilty. <laughs> Have you done that? Yep. What? Um, what yeah, do you mean? Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I kind of, I can just oh, do you kind know of ignore it. No, carry on, I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, if with a friend like Nat, look to them for support and shutting down the conversation. Nat did that so much. And Holly as well, eh? Holly. Holly did that heaps. Um, yes, absolutely. Like social had, gatherings. Yep, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely had my back. Thank you so, so much. Um, for example, um, what you could say to your friend is, um, would you mind telling that person that I'm having a bad day and don't want to talk to anyone? <laughs> I don't what? think that's meant to be in front of the other person, but that's okay, brilliant if it was. I was going to say, but that's you know, weird. like uh, on a on a sad note, let's say that you've experienced something like a death, right? Yeah. And you're going back into your working environment, and you do not want to talk about it. Yeah. You could say to a colleague that you trust, "I don't want to talk about this topic." Please just give her a give yeah, her a heads see, up. This is my safe place. I thought it was just in that setting where, with like you know, you're in a circle, you're talking, and then you're ignoring the person that just asked you a question. I mean, that's the ultimate pass egg <laughs> move, isn't it? <laughs> you know, like someone asked me a question, I'm like, would you mind telling that person that I'm having a bad day and I don't really want to talk about it? <laughs> So good. Uh, lastly, if you feel safe to do so, answer with compassion and steer the conversation to something lighter. For example, um, you could say, uh, I get that question a lot, but it's kind of personal. How's your day that's been so one. far? I love that. I would have, if I'd read this before, yeah. that's what I would have responded so many times with. We should have um, done this. I know. Just to say, um, yeah, I get that question a lot. It's, it's kind of personal. How are you doing? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, on the headphones note, when you said you walk away with your headphones on, I um, do that a lot where I, but I don't have the headphones, so I just walk off like, as I'm talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do that? Yes. Um, uh, I've learned it from you. Oh, great. Yep. You know when you're like, oh, well, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, yep. that's all good. And then you've moved on. <laughs> do you not remember giving me a whole tutorial <laughs> yes, session and how to kind of like, you <laughs> know, really kind remember. of get out of conversations? And yeah, I've learned you're busy. so much. You just have to go fast. Go, yep. go, go. Move, 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 move. <laughs> Speaking of Holly, Holly and I have actually talked about how good you are at doing that. <laughs> We're like, wow, she's really good at not talking to people she doesn't want to. <laughs> she has quite a talent. <laughs> Is that a good thing? 
<laughs> no. Um, mean? Tell me, uh, do, yes. do you feel like you learn stuff? Like the next time you get asked, you know, uh, you're of childbearing age, you know, when are those babies coming? Yeah, so I think, can we just do what all the things I could have said in that situation? Without, without like, now that we know all of the content that you've researched, yep. I could have, so you can go extreme, right? You can yeah. say, um, uh, that's an interesting question, why do you ask? That's a good one. Yeah. I could ask, what about you? Yeah, what about you? <laughs> what about I get that question a lot. It's kind of personal. Yeah, true. Yep. True. That makes it a little bit awkward if you don't want that awkwardness. Yep. Maybe not. Yep. Um, uh, you could say to a friend, um, could you please tell them that I'm not feeling so great today? <laughs> you could pretend that you don't speak English. <laughs> I mean, the options She's are endless. Like, I've seen her teach class and... Um, what? And the thing is, you actually do speak French, so you could respond in French. And then when Me they're no like, comprendo, what? that's not French. <laughs> that's not fr- do you know the worst thing is when people are like, one minute, is it? <laughs> I thought you were dancing. Um, <laughs> Nico's just giving us a one minute mark. Um, the worst thing is when people are like, can you do a French accent? I cannot. I just can't. Mm-hmm. But I can do, I just can't. Can you? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm terrible at accents. Okay, anyway, we don't have long. I thought we had heaps of time. Okay. Um, what do you mean, okay? <laughs> you no. look uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I just don't make me do an, an accent. That makes me real nervous. I'm so sorry. Um, and then a quick one for when... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, so for when... What's another really um, intrusive question that someone can ask quickly? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. What's Greg doing now? Okay, so what's a good thing that you could say? Uh, I get asked that a lot. It's kind of personal. Yeah. Um, tell me more about you. Yeah. Or I don't ask. I don't ask what your husband does. Why do you Ooh, care? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, if you want to play the up. bitch card, that's the one you come <laughs> back with. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please do follow us on Instagram at babeslisten and TikTok. And thank you so much for listening to us this year. It's been such a pleasure. It's so cool to see um, that people do actually listen because, you know, you feel like, you know, you're just talking to each other, really. So see you next week. We've only got a couple episodes left and they're really good. We've got guests. Okay, bye.